Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. My name is Travis. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. I want to thank all my sponsors for supporting me. Joyce Asak of Asak Real Estate, Mark Holmes of Reaper Detailing Power Washing, and my supporters, Simper Savage Salad Dressing, Bottom Gun Coffee, and Quezon Shaving Company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is a part of uh, this week's series in the first week of April, where we're talking about the, the Tennessee VFW Foundation and Operation TP Pyramid. I want to say thank you to Brian Walker for this next guest for introducing us. Grace Askew. Hey. Music artist extraordinaire. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome oh. to Oscar Mike Radio. Oh, it's a treat to be on the show. Thank you so much. So Brian Walker, who told me, yeah, I know her. I want you to talk to her. Get her on. Do it. <laughs> All right, Commander, you tell me. I'm, I'm on it. And your know, Lance Corporal's <laughs> doing it. And then... I started digging into, you know, who is Grace Askew, and mm-hmm. we could cover the, the voice and all that stuff, but I've got some different kinds of questions for you. Oh, all right. But for us, I'm not country, Grace. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I'm not. It's a big joke. <laughs> you all down there in Tennessee, we'll get in that later, but so you got to treat me gently here, but I do appreciate music of all kinds. I lived in Shreveport, Louisiana, very familiar with Memphis. But mm-hmm. can I just tell people who you are and what your place is in the music world, if you would, please? Yeah, um, I'm a sixth generation Memphian and a touring road dog. I've been living out on the road for probably 12, 15 years now in my F-350 diesel truck. And I've um, become a mother, though, the past two years. So that's kind of shifted and I've pivoted my career from being a touring performing songwriter. Well, obviously the pandemic happened, so that shifted everything Um, to now I'm hosting um, songwriting retreats and I'm a one-on-one songwriting coach virtually. And um, yeah, just kind of sharing what I've learned from being a full-time recording artist for 15 years. 15 years. That's, that's a long (laughs) time to do any one thing. Well, you know, We'll do it like this. A lot of people think that you all just pick up a guitar and six months later, you're getting, you're getting record deals. I don't think people appreciate what it takes to grind out a career in music. Right. Yeah. You have to love, you have to love the actual daily process of creating songs to stay in this for the long term you know it can't be about I mean it's easier said than done it can't be about the externalities though right like you have to actually love writing songs to to survive in this business it's a tough business um so yeah I and I do think there is this like societal kind of concept of artists start writing songs and then they need to make it. And like, that's the, the one goal that every artist should have is like get signed to a record label and, and, you know, all these, you know, superfluous things should happen. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's not what your legacy is going to be about. You know, it's going to be about, were you prolific? Did you write a lot of songs? Did you just keep creating no matter what happened in your life? That's the bottom line. So I ask every artist, military veteran or, or, or artist like yourself, this question, and, and you're not getting off easy. 
<laughs> You've been doing this a while, but let's just say like, I think Paul McCartney and Neil Young all sold their catalogs for a lot of money, like million, $300 million, which I don't know about you, Grace, is a lot of money. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I ask everybody this. So, you know, I, I, no favoritism here, even though, you know, Brian Walker and we're like bros, no favoritism, none. <laughs> yeah. I come to you right now and say, you know what, Grace, I've got a check for $300 million and it'll clear. I'm going to give you this check. You can retire from the music business. You don't have to grind. You can have a home and a hot tub and a lake view if you want. But if you take this check and you're going to walk away from the music business permanently, you will never, ever sing or perform again. You'll just enjoy the good life. Would you take the money? No, I, I honestly like I am in this for the grind of creating. Like that's the whole main thing about everything I teach. You're killing it's- me. I, I am 0 for 13 now, Grace. 0 for 13. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, but like, that's like, so against every single core value, I would be crushed internally if I went against every single thing that I teach and preach about that would be so wrong. So it really is with you. Because I've looked at your social media, looked at your website, read about your story. and, And it seems like that the really core of who you are is that I have this in my mind, and I want to put it on paper and then put music to it. Where did that come from? Because some artists don't want to do that and that's fine. But for you, it is. I mean, from, from day one, I just kind of had this feeling like I wasn't being heard as a child. And I think that's what, you know, everybody's like big purpose and legacy kind of um, comes from something that happened in their childhood. I feel like, and my calling was definitely like, I want to know to let people know that they, their voice matters and what they have to say is enough because I don't want them to feel that way. And that's kind of become the driving force for a lot of my life. My biggest why kind of. Okay. So you're, you're doing this and take me through the songwriting process. Is it, is it something that just comes to you or are these experiences from traveling on the road or just. It's like nothing, of- yeah. It's like, it's nothing glamorous because a lot of people awesome. see songwriters as like this muse that I'm waiting to, you know, come down upon me and like, give me these gifts of a song. No, that's not, it's very blue collar. In fact, I, I sit down and I write and I, and I don't wait to feel inspired. I, I write action precedes inspiration. So after I start writing, then I get ideas. I, I, I love that. I, 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 I kind of try to live that and I get that I'm, I'm connecting because it's not inspiration. It, it is yeah. reps for lack of a better term. Right. Yeah. Like if you want to look at it as a fitness standpoint, like you're trying to get in shape, like you don't wait to feel motivated to work out. You kind of have to like start working out before you feel motivated. All right. So let's just, let's just say for sake of argument here, I don't know, but let's just say you write, let's just say, you know, 200 words a day. And you're writing these over the course of a month, two months, six months. Do do ideas start to distill? Do you ever go back and, you know, review something you wrote like a year ago and then like, oh, yeah, there's a theme here and I put it together. Yeah, I think for, for future projects, I, I definitely go back and like skim through my catalog and, and see what what stayed. Certain songs I know in my gut, like I, they stay with me and I, I never forget them. And I'm like, that's that, that's going to be on an album. 
Um, so it just kind of depends for, for album projects. There yeah. is this formality. There's this editing process for sure. But in the actual moment of creating a song, I, I like to finish it in like 20 minutes. You know, it took me 20 years. It took me 20 years to be able to finish a song in 20 minutes. It's like that whole, you know, Van Gogh story. Is it Van Gogh or Picasso? He's sitting in the cafe and he's like scribbling out. I think something. it's Picasso. Is it Picasso? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, I know yeah, but you know what I'm, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, th this is the funny thing. I'm kind of jumping around here. But this is great because, you know, I, I love it. Um, a lot of veterans, myself included, get out of the military and we have to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of veterans who are in the music thing, they, 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 they start picking up a guitar while they're in the military or afterwards. And they want to get into it. And they get frustrated when it gets a lot harder than they thought it was. So I always ask an artist because, you know, the questions always asked me, well, what's an artist and a veteran have in common? I'm like, well, you know, we are retooling ourselves constantly to achieve a goal. So long story short is, what do you say to somebody who's just like, you know what, I, I, I want to do this. I like doing this, but it just seems a lot harder than I thought it was. You know, yeah. Say someone like that because you coach this aspect yeah. of the music. I do, yeah. yeah. And I say I think leadership, which veterans are, they've they've had to be in these leadership positions most of their life. That's a creative act in itself. Being a leader in any way, it takes saying, "Let's go this way and follow me." I don't know how it's going to turn out, but let's just take that risk. Yeah, and let's yeah. see what happens. And being an artist is the same thing. It's just like getting used to being comfortable and being uncomfortable. And so you have to kind of accept that that's kind of the job description of being an artist is it's going to get hard and you're going to feel like an imposter, but you're doing the great work of being a leader. You're doing stuff that matters that not many people are willing to do. Well, isn't that the core of art anyway, right? I mean, you know, yeah. I've been asked several times, well, we, we don't need art. Who cares about music? But I'm like, no, there there's art is, is would you say it's part of the human experience? Oh, 100%. I mean, what are movies without music in the background and you know it's like it would be just awkward right <laughs> well I, I think star wars comes to mind where dun, dun, yeah I, I, right, right. yeah yeah it creates the vibe yeah so you so you you, you you've lived out of your your truck your f-350 which yeah. i love ford so I'm, I'm right there i love it <laughs> i gotta ask what's like your favorite road story or you know your or, or where, where do you like to eat are you a big Where I like to eat? I just love truck stops. I'm fascinated by them. They're like right. there's like romantic loneliness to them. But I'm I love writing about truck stops and motels and like the holy trinity of America. Right? Is like churches, truck stops, and motels. That's like all you see along I-40. So um, just any of those kind of places, I love. <laughs> it's funny. I'm in the Northeast now, and some of my coworkers went down to the Texas area, Dallas, where I was, and you know, uh, other places. And they're like, yeah. we're, we're driving along the interstate. All of a sudden there's this loves truck stop. We've never been there before. Oh, so amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's some good food. Like, yeah. Like they don't mess <laughs> around. It's true. It's true. So right now too, you do not only, you know, you're, you're, catalogs prolific. I'm looking at, it, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm not going to be able to listen to all this or even a sampling and do it justice in the time I have, but you have put out a lot of music. I mean, is that just not that you're a machine, but it, it's, it's, it's not, 
because you're just trying to make noise. You really have mm-hmm. a purpose with each album. Where does that come from? Because that's just amazing. I'm like, like a Mozart. <laughs> I don't, I just, there's nothing else I've ever wanted to do. And uh, I think it's a job, you know, it's like engineers don't, you know, take seven year breaks from building, you know, blueprints or putting together blueprints. Like it's just, I keep going no matter what. And, and it's easier said than done. You know, there's a oh, lot yeah. of rejection, tons of rejection involved with being an artist. I can never be an actor. Like that's to me, the hardest job ever is like the constant rejection. At least musicians, they can put out their music and, you know, anyone can do that. You know what I mean? Um, but I guess it's just like, that's my identity and I've never accepted anything else as, as my identity. Okay. Well, so when I think of music, you know, I, I, you've forgotten more about music than I'll ever know, but I've played around with it. That's a long story, but there's the aspect of the songwriting. There's the aspect of being in the studio in the technical part of engineering a track. And then there's the aspect of, of, of live performance and touring. Mm-hmm. is there any part that is it is it the songwriting that you really enjoy or is it all of it or is there one part that you enjoy more than the other I love it all um the the songwriting is the most accessible you know but the touring is a lot of work you know it just it depends on how much work I can do at that certain this like certain season of my life like right now I can't be touring you know I'm a mother so um I'm, I'm really fully immersing myself in just being a songwriter and, and recording. Gotcha. Got you. Well, so you're, you're a mom to a beautiful baby boy and you know, that's the best thing and ever. Girl. I've got a girl, she's three months old. So I have All like, right. I had two under two at one point. <laughs> I, I've done that. I, I have oh, yeah? my, my first two are 18 months apart and yeah. the first four years were like, what was I I, well, I wasn't thinking Grace, honestly. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> now it's pretty easy because they entertain each other and, you know, yes. fight, but, but whew. I'm in the trenches right now. So. <laughs> You're in the trenches and I get it and I feel for you. Um, but you're, you're bracing motherhood. You're doing this, but you're also, and the cool thing is I, I talk to ours and very rarely ever get to meet them, but I'm going to get to <laughs> you next weekend or this yeah. week rather at mm-hmm. the Collierville VFW for Brian Walker's uh, Giving Back Foundation and the Operation TP Pyramid. Now, you perform countless places. Mm-hmm. What's, what's it like to be involved with something like this and, and support you know veterans and what they're trying to do, Grace? Oh, it's always great to be there for a higher purpose than just me being the center of attention. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's nice to step on stage and know that it's helping out others. It really is. And the fact that, you know, I, I, I'm reminded every day about what I don't know, but I did not know that toilet paper is a luxury item. Really? Uh, Brian was telling me this whole thing about how in the state of Tennessee and other states, you know, if, if you're in need, that's considered a luxury item. Wow. I know that. And, and I'm sure on the road, you know, Grace, there's certain kinds of toilet paper you don't like. There's I know I did. Luxuries you have to let go of, yeah. <laughs> like I'll pack some Charmin triply to make sure the road trip's going to be okay. Yeah. But, but it, it just amazed me, right? And I think it's really, you know, kind of cool that these veterans are coming together 
I'm seeing loads of toilet paper being trucked to Memphis and Collierville right now, and they're building yeah. this pyramid. And you get to be a part of something really special that's no, I, in the community as a Memphian. That I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, again, I learn something new every day. That's right. <laughs> you know, Memphis has such a rich heritage, not only in music but also for veterans. You know, uh, there's there's yeah. several yeah Memphis Millington Naval Air Stations there and a couple other oh, places. Yeah. You know, you're part of that. It just builds on Memphis's legacy as as a, as a place for you know this kind of support, and it's just it's going to be amazing. Okay. You know, as you as you come in to perform, though, what are you hoping people get out of what they see when they watch you perform? I just love that Memphis flavor, that Memphis sound is what I'm all about. Being a sixth generation Memphian and a lot of Memphis uh, Mississippi Delta roots in my family. Um, you know, I just like bringing that energy to the stage. It's that swampy kind of, um, you know, I play slide resonator guitar. So bluesiness is for sure going to be on stage. So, yeah, I can't describe, I've tried telling, I mean, nothing against New Englanders. I'm not from here, but it, trying to explain how blues works. It's just, it doesn't compute sometimes, but it's like when you yeah. hear a guitar, you know, riff, like that yeah. person's from Memphis. It's just a slower riff that brings you in there's nothing like it it's just like a messiness to it but it's like a cool messiness yeah yeah like a a, yeah a rawness so last couple questions here i'm coming down to memphis where should i get breakfast when i'm in memphis Mm. arcade i really like just because the atmosphere is cool but the best food I feel like I haven't been out in so long with two babies. You know, you're just like at home all the time. All right, all right. Uh, Forget all that. I'm going to go to the Waffle House then. Don't worry about it. Waffle House, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely go to Waffle House. All right, we're we're good. We're good. 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 (laughs) I am with Grace Askew, who is coming to Operation TP Pyramid, put on by State Commander Brian Walker of the VFW. And she's going to be performing live you can still get tickets. You can still check it out. You can be part of this pyramid. They're going to be building live this event. You know, Grace, this is going to be a historic thing. I Absolutely historic. And it's just going to be awesome having you there. How can people find out more about you and buy your music and just get into what you're doing? We've uh, completely revamped my website. So definitely go to graceaskew.com. <laughs> I'll have the links in the show post. People will be able to check it out. I'm checking it out right now. And I'm learning a lot because, because Grace, I'll tell you something. Do, well, actually, I'll ask you something. Do, do you know who Jason Aldean is? I do. What about Luke Brown? Luke Brown? Yeah, Luke Bryant. Luke Bryant. Bryant. Oh, oh yes. And, and, and last one, Zach Brown. The, the Zach, does the Zach yes. Brown? Wow. You know, Grace, I'm going to be straight with you. I didn't know who any of those people were. Really? I don't I, listen to their music, but I know their names because I'm in I, the songwriter world. So <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I, I'm like, you know, I'm with somebody. They're from Tennessee. They're like, hey, you know, we're going to meet Jason Aldean's dad. And I'm uh, touch my, my partner. I'm like, who's Jason Aldean? <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. No, they're legit. I mean, they're, you know, okay, stars. Okay. All right, so I got some learning to do. I'm going to expand, yeah, you do. My, I'm gonna expand <laughs> my horizons next week. And you should, too, by getting to what Grace is doing. Well, we have limited time. 
but time is precious. And I really thank you for talking with me. I'm looking Bruce. forward to meeting you and I'm glad you're supporting veterans. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it will be definitely. Well, I'm trust Oscar Mike radio. I am pleased to introduce and have on grace. Ask you go to her website. I'll have the link here. There's no excuse. And we will see you in Collierville next week. Thank you very much. Thank you.